<laughs> Welcome to Burning Hell. <laughs> okay, so now I have to introduce Zarna Garg. Yeah. Is, did I pronounce it right? You absolutely. Zarnagar. Better than my parents. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so honored to have you because I started following you just because you're hilarious and you have this hilarious family. And oh. I also just love women who don't give a fuck and are just so authentically themselves. And I just, your energy, like, I just want to be around you all the time. Oh. And then you messaged me and I was like, are we best friends now? Uh, same same guy how few women that you're like she's so cool we have to be in each other's orbit that's literally literally what i was thinking literally why are we not in each other's orbit you know what i mean and then this variety thing happened i was like yes i totally forgot i was like somebody is listening you know when that google machine is listening yeah it it felt like somebody listened to both our brains yes i know china knows what's going on keep tiktok they're they're doing a better job (laughs) (laughs) well we're we're actually quite similar me and you i did some research you know we both started stand-up around the same time is that true my first show was at caroline's no mine too in april 2019 to a like a crowd of 300 people i did 10 minutes but it was like a podcast show my friend was like i dare you do 10 minutes of stand-up because i've been writing and doing sketches and stuff so what and everyone has told me they're like you're so green you're so green i'm like i know and then you come out with a special on amazon everyone's losing their shit and i do some research and i'm like she has a similar path to me and she doesn't give a fuck no Cause you're doing what you're meant to do. You no, and you can't give a. F- no one is gonna invite us. Okay, <laughs> here's the thing. No one is gonna say to you, "You are ready. Here is a million dollars. Come do this." No, you have to barrel your way through. Yes. That's how women get it done. Yes. You have to say, "Oh no, no, I'm ready when I say I'm ready." But what do you say to women who will constantly tell themselves, "I'm not ready," because it has to be so good and so oh. perfect? Uh, do we not know that perfection is the enemy? Come on, this is old news. Yes. This is if you haven't been reading up on this. A man has never done anything perfect in the history of men. uh, Perfect. (laughs) They're not even on the path, and they don't think twice. They're not even playing the game they're supposed to play. Like you will have a golfer who will join a basketball team because he's like, I played with balls. You know what I mean? And the women will be like, I don't know. Let me make it shiny. No, the just reason go. There's not more female pilots is because we don't have the delusion to be like, yeah, I could fly a plane in the air. And men are like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. They can't even find something in a grocery store. And they're flying planes. But we're like, oh, we have to grocery do it perfect. Store. My husband doesn't know where the kitchen is. <laughs> We've lived in our apartment for 10 years. He's like, can you get me some water? And he's really that helpless because like he doesn't know we have a faucet and the glass is right next to it. So this is my question to you. And he's one of the better ones. <laughs> That's the scary part. I don't even know where to start with you. I have so many fucking questions. Okay, let's start from the beginning. So you're in India doing your thing. Yeah. One in a billion, your Amazon special. How'd you get that name? Well, I, I took it. It's hilarious. No, I took it. I was like, I am going to own the whole madness. Whatever this is, yes. I'm not going to be coy about it. I'm not going to be shining. Mm, 
you know i'm not going to call it daisies and puppies like no you know no one else is doing what i'm doing i'm freaking sticking my neck out there and therefore and if i say so i am one in a billion yes it is so funny so smart and so iconic the title so the title could like be everything for a project it it helps it helps for and sure and i do think that women generally try to underplay yeah or be a little modest like you can't where is modesty getting in are you looking at the women who are succeeding yeah everything about them is out there like yeah. when i say everything like the kardashians who i worship yeah. i love them i love the kardashians but like i've seen it all yes. haven't we all yes. you know and they yes. own it they're like cash with cash yes. with two k's yes yes you're kind of the indian kardashian i dad could oh my god stop this podcast now <laughs> we cannot top this you're like if chris jenner cuz you're a momager well you're putting your kids on yes. and then but you're your own talent you're like if kim and chris moved to india had a baby that would be probably me and my kids you're so you're in like you like pop culture you like Love. it a lot oh so you're God. scrolling all day <laughs> i'm the worst that's why i'm no role model to my kids i have kids they're like i have to fill out the reading log i'm like it's a lie nobody tells the truth on the throw the thing away like let's watch netflix you know because you know why they do all that all those things mm-hmm. like reading log or blah just because they know the moms will obsess over it and put yes. them on an endless cycle of nonsense yes no dad i know ever cared about do you see a single man missing my dad their, can't read oh, see, <laughs> and he's fine and you're fi- are you are you here with me right now yes. are we doing this do yes. you have the hottest podcast in the business <laughs> they, you just became the poster child for it Like seriously, they do all these nonsense things just to keep women on these nonsensical like treadmills of like oh you shouldn't no we should yeah. do nothing. Well, you were this. Let's be honest, we are similar, but we are different in that I was born in Brooklyn, New York, in a very progressive city. Everyone could do what they love. I studied drama. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh. No. It was a like specialized drama. We did like project-based assessments where we would perform our essays. Like I was in full perform my essays. <laughs> we in history instead of tests, we would explain what happened at the war. And it, I don't remember anything. It, it didn't work, but nothing really worked. But you were born in a place where like they told you what your life was going to be from yeah. the second you popped out of the pussy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well they when tried. Di- when did you feel like this wasn't the <sighs> traditional path I wanted to go down? So, my mom passed suddenly when I was 14 and change. Yeah. And I was the youngest of four. And my dad the next day he's like you need to get arranged. I'm done parenting. Literally this is what he said to so me. So they say arranged, they don't say marriage. No, you need to get arranged, you need to get set. No marriage is It's like basically more, like you need you another man. Done. To yeah, be I'm done. He my dad literally said I am done parenting. <laughs> and and I was the youngest of four and honestly I have three kids now. If I had a fourth, I might throw my own kid out yeah, of the so window, but that, like, I didn't just say that but I said it. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, we said it. It is a lot. Mm-hmm. But He was like so over the whole thing. I think he was also broken cuz yeah. my mom, you know, whatever. And I grew up on American pop culture in India. Yeah. I grew up watching like every TV show, every comic book. I was like, you know, there is a world where people don't just get married. Yeah. Like all these TV shows they're like roommates like whatever that is you know <laughs> You're like what about friends with benefits Yeah I mean I was like why am I mm, 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 not, not looking so bad 
There's a lot of them just having coffee all day long. But also, you're 14. Have you even kissed a boy before? No. But I was the intellectual. I like going to school. And that's a big problem in India. You, if you're the kid, the girl who's like, I love reading, they're like, no, no, don't expand your mind. We don't need your mind needs to be contracted. The men, you expand your mind. And those dummies don't read. Yeah. So I was a kid who loved going to school, yeah. who was like, I'm going to go to college and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the world. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you had it in you at a young age. Oh, my God. I would have like I would have rocked an Ivy League degree to the nth degree. You don't even know yes. it if I had the opportunity. Yes, but it's 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 funny because my grandma, who is way older than you, they dealt with it similarly in brooklyn she was italian yeah she told her dad at 17 years old i want to go to art school which you know not an ivy league but like she wanted to study yeah he started to cry and Uh, said you need to get married married yeah it's literally the patriarchy just like suffocating these women and you know the crazy thing is that that didn't come i'm sure for your grandma or for me didn't come from a bad place like my dad was like the more you know, the more sad you're going to be and the more <laughs> the world is going to be harder. Just mm-hmm. get married. I'll find you a nice guy. You will, you know, he'll take care of you. Yeah. It wasn't like... Yeah, you they're know, following what they know has worked. Exactly. I think it came from a good place. Yeah. But I was like, I am so not, you know, not doing this. Because so did he try to arrange you at 14? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, but I left. And so he's like, if you don't want to, to listen to me, yeah. you can't live here anymore. Now, when you say that to a 14, 15 year old, to, to me, I was like, all right, well, I, you know, I've been wanting to do pajama parties. <laughs> 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 At that age, you're like, I remember my friend Sonia has invited me like three times and I haven't gone. So like, guess what? <laughs> I'm ready now. You go, I dare you to <laughs> kick me out. I dare you. No, it really, it went like that. And I showed up at my friend's house and after two days, they're like, my mom thinks you need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, okay. So then. Didn't think this through. <laughs> so then you get up and go to a new high school in Ohio. Uh, college. college. I had just finished. Because in India, everything. Like, so India is harsh across the board if the kid can sit up they're going to school yeah like so we start school at like two three <laughs> and it's like not very logical it's like they're holding a pencil first grade <laughs> yeah here it's a lot more like oh, enjoy your childhood yeah. there they're like put him to work put him to work <laughs> so but then the girls are like don't learn too much but learn yeah, but not like, too much like and have one skill don't overwhelm the boys like do one thing paint Paint is a safe skill. Yeah. And I literally, but you know, when I was getting arranged, like, what's your hobby? Reading? Like, literally the number one thing that's going to get you knocked off every list. (laughs) Cooking, painting, art, dance, singing. Those are the coveted hobbies. I just like doing massage. Uh, Oh, exactly. Oh, oh, that, exactly. (laughs) You just acted out the dream arranged candidate. (laughs) Would a lot of women fake what they're like? Of course they did. Come on, wouldn't you? Yes. If you knew this was the system, <laughs> yeah. you're like reading. What's that? I mean, I let's don't be honest. Even, you know. I faked to get married. Yeah. You don't think I knew how to cook for the first couple months? <laughs> you don't think I was like cleanly and, you know, pretending like I chew when I eat? <laughs> <laughs> but you were smart. You were smart to fake it because those of us who were stupid 
then we ended up being the ones doing it all the time like oh, oh yeah. you're so good at it <laughs> no, no, no. i that's one thing about me i'm not a babysitter yeah. i'm not a caretaker and i never was and i never will be and i did learn you yeah you can suffocate yourself in a situation being what a man wants but if you you're not who you are like i don't care how rich he is how hot he is how smart he is you'll be miserable oh and who i am is like pretty lazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i, don't know I was literally I was, I was on the phone with my mom walking here and it was so funny because i was like i love zarna on instagram and i was like mom you have to follow her because you'd love her too and i had this moment where i was like wait this is a comic and my mom loves comedy but i'm like you're gonna love it so much because <laughs> she's gonna have so much like my mom's a badass too she oh. was like a principal of a middle school she's your mom first she's yeah, yeah and like there was no women as principals like of back course. then and she was like badass so you moved to ohio yeah what was the culture shock like and were you a slut in college i was not a slut in college because i was scared not f- for moral reasons at all <laughs> my sexuality is so fucked up in india yes they scare the shit out of you yes and they scared the shit out of me and now i use it on my kids so i'm yes. i'm all about it yes but i was petrified I was like, if i touch somebody also we're indian so there's some truth to that if i touch somebody i'm going to get pregnant <laughs> if i stand next to a boy i'm going to get pregnant you know we come from a land of so much population and everyone's pregnant in india and everybody like literally like <laughs> got married yesterday today like who baby you know the whole thing goes so fast and it's so scary to us that we're yeah. like we live in fear yeah. so, and plus also i like had no money i was like just hanging by a thread trying to finish my degree yes. so i could get another foothold in america yes so it was like the men were the last thing on my mind i was mm-hmm. like whatever you're going to just sidetrack me for no reason yeah um but ohio was interesting very warm very loving but the year that i moved and you may actually be too young for this but the biggest person in the news was jeffrey dahmer <gasps> you know Milwaukee. the, the no actually he was in akron ohio the town i moved to Oh my god. So I was like this is what people do in houses in America. <laughs> you know, I was like that TV show in India is all made up. This is what's actually going on. My dad was right. <laughs> you know, big, serial killers are like the scariest thing in the world and I love watching them oh, don't all day. Are, I know. But like to be like the first thing you do in America is like there's a crazy man running around but he was I don't know if he was into Indian women he was no he wasn't but the fact that that like you know I can't but you were kind of jealous you're like why wasn't he into me well I mean yeah <laughs> I feel like that about everybody but yeah what are you you know somebody doesn't pay attention to me I'm like oh, something's wrong with you for I sure I say like, I love attention I don't care if it's bloody <laughs> <laughs> I'm a picky girl I'll take the engagement <laughs> I am bludgeoned on Instagram. Like every comment is like hate. I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> Your call is important to us. <laughs> <laughs> so shameless is that you, funny. You answer every hate comment like you're like a automatic oh, call. Like, like like little heart emojis. Like you know, I'm like you hated this. Let me show you two more. <laughs> But you know what they say about some people online to get viral videos? 
is they'll create a fake account and say something controversial. Yeah. yeah. So people start fighting in the comments. Yeah. Isn't I that mean, crazy? I no no. I whatever. It's a war. You're out like there. it's me that I've been doing. It. I don't do it because I don't have the time. Yeah. If I had the time, I would do it. I'm yes. not above it. I'd be honest. Yes. It's a war out there, and however you can get it, yes. you know. Building these things, it's like, it's a grind 24-7. Yeah, and you're battling yourself a lot because it could be lonely, you know. Oh, completely. I mean, it's like, thank God for the drugs. <laughs> What's your favorite drugs? Come on, you're not, you know what I mean? You're be, no, Prozac? prescription drugs. Prozac. Yeah. Prozac, Xanax, yes. you know, the sleep one. What's this? Ambien. Ambien. Yeah. So you're... I just imagined you just... They like should just sell it in grocery stores at this point. Yeah. Least. I mean, we're all taking them. Uh, at least, like, the m- amount that I have to fight to get my birth control oh. every couple weeks, I actually kind of... I'm stopping. It's, like, too much. That's why I started getting pimples. But anyway, oh. I don't want to talk about it. So, you... You're in Ohio. Just spend two days with a kid. You're going to need no birth control. Spend two days with a baby. You're like, I hate this. <laughs> you will understand why not to do it that at all. That is a perfect segue. Did you want to be a mom and how'd you become a mom? Well, I mean, I married my husband. I mean, for, first of all, full disclosure, I completely trapped him. <laughs> that was not, you know what I mean? Yes. Like that was, but that you do what you have why to do. Why him? But he was good. He was smart. He was Indian. Like, what does I, good mean? Like he was a good guy from yeah. a good family. Like, th- you know, it was like all the few basics that I really wanted were met. So mm-hmm. I was like, let's not overthink this. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like relax with the how many options you have. Yeah. And he was in Switzerland. It's a whole thing. We met online. We met at JFK. Yeah. So, but yeah, so in 1997, I was, I think, the only Indian woman speaking for herself online because everybody else was like my mom. You know, back yeah. then, n- anything you did on social media or on, no, there was no social media, on in, on the internet was like, what if it's a serial killer? Yes. Everything. And then you, you knew there was an actual serial killer <coughs> running around, so it made you sense. You just didn't put yourself out into the world the way you do today. So your parents were trying to get you arranged? No. That, that was done. I was in America. I was finishing up law school at that point. And I was like, I'm old. I was 21. It's old for the world I come from. You have to understand, it's all about where you come from. And so I was like, you know, internet was new, internet dating. I had seen like glimpses of it. I was like, oh, I should check this out. So I found this Indian matrimonial site. It was called Matrimonials, like for marriage, which Uh was perfect. Uh Because at that time in America, the show Friends was at its peak. Oh, cool. Do you know the show Friends? Yes. And that show is horrifying to Indian people. (laughs) Because no one's ever getting married on that show. Do you know that? He, him and her, and him and her, and yep. then they keep switching, and it's yep. like, when is the wedding going to happen? <laughs> so I was like, my dad was so right. Like, every fear he had pounded into my head was, like, coming true. Yeah. So I put an ad out there to meet somebody, and I was like, you know what? There's no point attracting 10 wrong guys. Just put what you want out there. I was like, you got to be brilliant. I got to see proof of your brilliance. Bring your tax <laughs> returns, because that's how in an arranged marriage, that was what the families would match so we can learn from arranged marriages maybe to cut the crap with some online dating i believe america needs arranged marriages yeah because what goes on here like you see the bachelor that tv show yes okay what is happening i always say that as someone who knows about reality tv i could fall in love with a fucking barnacle 
if there's a producer in my ear saying he <laughs> likes me <laughs> and that America's into it and I'm competing with other women for the barnacle, I will fuck a barnacle, okay? So, <laughs> I've seen, like, one of my friends, Mary Beth Barone, had this joke where she was like, I want to know proof that you've been to therapy. I want to oh, see yeah. a recommendation from your therapist Therap- that you are yes. equipped to have a healthy relationship. So, what do you think people should ask for? on first dates to stop doing because i'll get along with any hot guy for six months i'll pretend to be like someone i'm not for six months and then i realize who they are and then i'm miserable right it's very easy to fake a good relationship for six months and i think there's a lot of pressure on women especially to do it yeah like to you know to feel like they're in a relationship and blah blah i think you should just honestly be like first of all do you have a job Yes. No, like a real, because in today's generation, you have to specify job means money because <laughs> everybody's got a gig. You know what I mean? And then like, how much money do you make? You know, mm-hmm. it's part of the thing. And mm-hmm. this is what I do. I would be like, this is everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Just say it. And this is what I want to do. How is your husband dealing with your success right now? Oh, he's having a ball. <laughs> no, let me explain something to you. People hate on me. They love him. He's done nothing. They don't know him. They don't know his mother. They love him. They love his mother. They like troll me. They're like, hey, can you talk about your husband like that? I'm like, you don't know him. He could be beating me up for all you know. And they're like, how can you talk about his mother? It's his mother. I'm like, you don't know her. She's the biggest cunt on earth. Like, seriously. No, I have. You have one of my friends who's a comic. She talks about her husband all the time, and everyone's like, "You're so mean to him." And she's like, "He's sitting on piles of money that I'm making, making from him eggs. from this show." Yes. So he's happy. He's on a boat right now that I paid for. <laughs> and and you know when the guys do it, everybody's like, oh, you know if yeah. if Ray Romano did it, it's like oh my annoying he's cunt such wife. Such nice. But the women do it, and it's like oh my god, I can hate like you. Are you want to tell your troll story like for real for yeah. real? This guy, like, I get hateful trolls all the time. If mm-hmm. I post a mother-in-law joke all the time. And they all defend my husband and his mother. Like, they just spring to his... Mother-in-law dip- jokes are, like, <coughs> the center of comedy. Uh, and has never been done for the Indians, though. Can you believe? Can you believe? <laughs> Can you believe? What so, have we been thinking? So you are really, like, breaking boundaries. I mean, it's breaking something. <laughs> <laughs> Relationships. <laughs> So anyway, this guy is like trolling me about some mother-in-law joke. And he's like, if you were my wife, I would tie you up and I would beat you with a stick and I would put my dick in your mouth and I would put my dick in your eye and I would put two dicks in your mother's mouth and we're like just going on and dick here and dick there and dick in your back and dick on your head and then I felt pressure to offer locations I was like dick under my toes and dick in my armpit and dick in my elbow I felt for this guy you know and his rage in the moment so I'm like yes we should do dick (laughs) this is all going on on Instagram I'm like dick 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 and then I my maternal instinct kicked in i'm like are you just having a bad day yeah. you know and the guy's like how did you know <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny you getting hate is just part of you going viral like when you become popular then all these people see it and people love to attack something that a lot of people are liking and that's just part of the game unfortunately and you can't my thing is i don't look at comments no oh. So, you know, my husband said that. He's like, don't look at the comments. My husband made me stop looking at comments. Right? They all I come and I'd be like, meh, meh, meh. And he'd be like, why are you in a bad mood? Did you look at the comments? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. And he's like, okay, so this happens every time. So either you can live the rest of your life like this. My thing is, if a comment 
causes you to stop wanting to post to be creative, then they won. Right. Yeah, but you can't. And you can't. So, but if you're having fun with it and you're mature, but like, I feel like when you're younger, sometimes you could really believe some stuff. No, I'm sure I can see that. I really can. But I mean, I'm married. It's night. I'm on, I'm late at night in my bed. What do you want me to do? (laughs) Of course, I'm scrolling the comments. I want to fight some trolls. (laughs) Did you want to be a mom? Yes, but... (laughs) Yes. I didn't know what all it was. In t- like, you know, I come from a generation where you just had kids. Yeah, you don't question You didn't it. think about it. And I come from a world where you have so many qu- kids and everybody turns out, you know, they're fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. But to do it in America, in New York City and by yourself, I had no idea what I had signed up for. None whatsoever. So you raised your kids in New York City? All three are raised in Manhattan. Shut up. Yeah, all three of them. Do you I- love New York City? <laughs> And not exactly because I have hated it. I I love the city, but it's so you love expensive. To hate it. It's so expensive that for twenty years I've been like we shouldn't. Like every relative I have in America owns a motel yep. and has paid off their house yep. and put their kids through Seven free college. Donuts. Like yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's Christmas. Am I gonna get a subway card? Like, yeah. what, you know, I feel like I live the most sad, pathetic life, even though people think I'm rich. Like, yeah. some people think I'm rich. I'm yeah. like, if you only knew the stresses. Yeah. You know, you live in New York, you're never rich. Yeah. You never. You leave the apartment, it's like $100 just went somewhere. <laughs> I don't even know where it went. And then I have kids. So every time they go somewhere, the money is gone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, we don't even know where it went. <laughs> Like, I'm reusing my Starbucks cup. I, like, show up like a sad homeless lady. I'm like, I just bought it yesterday. It's been three months. I'm trying to get a refill. <laughs> Wait, why did you guys move to New York for work? Work. My husband's job was... We've been here since the beginning of his career. So you so. went to law school, you yeah. got married, and then you become a stay-at-home mom. Yeah, because the kids, you know, it was, like, more expensive to... Yeah. Actually, I couldn't even figure out how. Yeah. You know, you see all the Hollywood movies, mm-hmm. and it's, like, Jessica Alba is looking sexy, and she's running with the kid in on her high heels. And that's the opposite of my life. Yeah. I was at Costco, big tubs, <laughs> like... 10 bags of grocery. I was like, I can't do that. I'm going to lose my mind. So yeah. I stayed home. I was with home for 16 years. Did you enjoy it? <clears throat> yes, but I really wanted to work. Re- I was desperate to go back to work. Desperate. Yeah. Yeah. My friends who know me from back there ca- say that I was acting like a caged tiger. <laughs> <laughs> because I was so angry with what my life had become. I had fought yeah. so much yeah. to get an education, to come to America, yeah. and then to somehow turn into the mom who was like doing mommy and me class and another mommy and me class and then soccer like no you know let me just tell you something i hope my son doesn't listen to this he listens to your podcast my kids are not gonna be soccer superstars okay (laughs) somebody in america the parents need to tell their kids that if your kid is running away from the ball (laughs) that is a sign that you don't have a soccer superstar on your hands and yet we all stand there like fools and we're clapping. And we're, yeah, yeah, you want some more water? No one wants water. Go home. Do your chess. Do your spelling bee. <laughs> let's say we did and not, you know? <laughs> like, it's nice we got some vitamin D, but let's not act that we have an Olympian on our hands. I mean, for years, you just stand there and you lie and you lie. And I'm sitting here thinking, what have I become? What am I doing? 
Like my daughter is like twirling on ice, like you know the ice skating. She was an ice skater and yeah. whatever. I was like, but it was like four in the morning. Show up at the rink with the thing and the thing and like, what am I trying to turn her into? But she's not gonna beat the ballerinas and the Russian ice skating gymnasts by doing ice skating in freaking Central Park for <laughs> twice a week. <laughs> And I'm this standing there, like so lying, like because I come from like a family that's all about sports. Like my grandpa was a basketball coach in Brooklyn. Like everything was about is Hannah athletic. Like at a young <laughs> age, I was throwing the ball, I was punching people, I was playing tennis. Everything was hand eye. Was I fast? I was running. I was like me and my dad would be like in the gym when I was like six. Like I was that okay. he he had a son, but I was his like I was like his son. <laughs> so when I. I totally understand that, like, sports is so good for, like, your confidence, team building, all that stuff. But, like, <laughs> you, people are like, do you want your kids to be athletes? And I'm like, honestly, it's a pain in the ass. Do I want to be waking up at 5 a.m. all the time? Do I want them stressed as an 8-year-old about if they're going to win their match? I want them to just, like, have fun, like, finger painting, okay? The thing is that I see all the merits of of athletics and my kids are athletes. Yes. But the entire burden is on the mother. Let me explain something to you. If the men had to handle it, all the sports would be over by now. Because and, and they might do it because there are guys who, like your dad who yeah. like to do the sports thing. But like the organization of like getting me to the tournament. Oh, my dad and I once forgot my shoes. Yes. I showed up to the tennis match with no shoes. Exactly. And my mom was just like. This was you. <laughs> it was that's my husband. He would be like, "You're tired. I'll take them. You just get them ready." I just get them ready. Hello. You just named the most important part of the job. Like actually driving there is the easiest part. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, so, I'd have no water bottle, no socks, no uniform, tennis racket, <laughs> the uniform or whatever T-shirt you're supposed to Always wear wrong. for the team, the socks. There were so many times my son was benched. <laughs> because he got the wrong whatever. It's like we got the uniform from last year and I didn't know and the husband didn't know. Oh, my God. So I loved having kids. I, I think they're fine. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. They're expensive, but they're fine. Yes. But but it's been so much work. And now I know but cutting the bullshit helped my sanity. Yes. And I advise it to everybody, including my own daughter. Well, I love hearing your mothering advice with your knowledge of like multiple cultures of how to have a successful family. Whatever you define well, success as. People say random things in America. Like, I remember when the kids were born, they were like, women in the third world breastfeed till they're three. I'm like, no, they don't. <laughs> no one is doing it. What are you talking about? We have formula. We Like, what? People here, like, romanticize the yeah. whole old school way of doing it. And I'm yes. like, oh, they're all watching Netflix. Like, they're Wait, not, what, like, what's your religion? Hindu. What should someone who doesn't know about Hindu know about Hindu? That we have many, many gods, many thousands, but there is not a god of height. <laughs> the one thing every Indian person needs, we don't have. There's a steam engine god, there's a rain god, there's a wind god. I wish there was a god that helped you find your iPhone, but that doesn't exist. And I can only say it here because those jokes got cut out of my special I love them. in India. They're like, you can't say it. The minute you say the word religion or Hindu, you're like in trouble with the biggest of yeah. the biggest people. Yeah. So they like edited the whole thing out of my special in India. But like if you're an American, you can hear this, you know, it's true. So 
in India when it airs, it's different than in America. A couple of jokes have been a taken out. Jokes. Only because I mentioned the word Hindu. I, I'm not. I'm a proud Hindu, so yes. I have not. Like I would never trash my religion or any religion. Yeah. I wouldn't. It's not my vibe. Yeah. Like I'm not an insult comic in that way. <laughs> that like, let me pick on you. You. That's not my vibe. Yeah. It's just a comment on like, oh, there's no god of height, and they're like, you can't say that. I mean, that's. <laughs> That is so funny. We're all short people. <laughs> Do you think it would have helped? Like, retire the steam I've engine never, god. I don't... I haven't seen an NBA Hindu before. I think there's one guy somewhere. People quote him. I've never and seen him. And he's one in a billion. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> but we've never seen him. I, I've never seen him. And he may be the one tall guy. Like, you know, you know, there may have been some, like, 23 and Me situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, probably true, not. True. I mean, he could have converted. Yeah. Also... But I feel like these 16 years have, during a time that you might have felt lost or not sure what's going on or you felt like, I want to do something else, I feel like, so it's given you a wealth of comedic material. I know that in hindsight. I didn't back then, but my kids and their friends would always hang out at my house because yeah. I, was, I was still the hangover from Akron, Ohio. Yeah. I was like, don't go to their house because you don't know. Jeffrey Dahmer and, or there's guns and they have pet yes. snakes and it's like all kinds of things that yes. I'm not used to so you were like come here you at call least them I can all here you. I'll feed everybody yep. I always offered free food to everybody yes. I said, I'll feed it and that gets kids yes you know and so they would come and my daughter is like you know they all think you're so funny I mean I'm not trying to be funny I'm actually yelling at the kid like don't do poetry club don't do don't waste time on that like go do math and they think it's so funny. So that's where they were like, you should do comedy. <laughs> so your kids yeah. told you. Did, when was the first time you knew that you could make people laugh? I didn't. I still don't. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny. That's the funniest part of my comedy is that I'm actually mean everything I say on stage. <laughs> Does your husband laugh at your stuff? He does now. He's like, oh my God. He actually, he used to, we go for walks famously because it's the only cheap activity we can do. Yeah. We go for long walks. And during our walks for years, he would tell me like, what happened today? And I would be, oh, this happened in school. He's like, no, Zarna the story. So my name had become a verb in his life because he knew I could always exaggerate and embellish yes. and be like, and then you know what his mother said and the teacher said, and <laughs> they've all lost their minds. So he would always be like, Zarna Fai the story. And I would like, you know, Perform it. Yeah. And now he's like, oh my God, now you're going to do this for everybody? <laughs> this was my thing. Wait, this is incredible. I just, I love when you take an idea in your head and go, I think I could be a stand-up comedian, and then you see someone execute their dream. Because my thing is, what psychotic thing was going on in your head that you thought, yeah, I'm a mom of three, and I can do this, when there's not a lot of examples of women who are mothers and Indian doing stand-up in America? Um, I think not knowing is a blessing. Yes, I was um, under the stay-at-home mom cloud for so long. Actually, rock, not even a cloud. Like, I was diapering babies, you know, the classes, the school. When I came out from under it and this situation, my daughter's like, you should do it. I was like, first of all, they ganged up on me. So they were like, oh, mom's too scared. For 15, 16 years, I made them do things they didn't want to do. Yeah. So it kind of turned on me a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> 
So I was like, all right, I'm going to go and just do something so I can come back and say I tried it. So you found an open mic? I found an open mic. A friend's mom said, oh, my friend runs an open mic. You should go there. I didn't even know what an open mic was. Yeah. I had never been to a comedy club to watch comedy. Yeah. So I oh didn't know God. what any of this was. So I just showed up there and I said, my kids have sent me here. I don't know what to do. And she said... Why don't you go on stage and just talk about whatever you think is funny? And I was like, anything? And she goes, anything. And I said, oh, so I just started trashing my mother-in-law. Because <laughs> who doesn't think that's funny? <laughs> right? <laughs> and the audience was dying. And I was like, really? This this is a job? Like It's so funny because I was raised on my dad and my grandpa who were so funny. And all they would do is tell these insane mother-in-law jokes and i was right? like six years old i don't even know what a mother-in-law is and i was dying laughing about the mother-in-law <laughs> you know that if that's the name of it mother-in-law there's a dynamic that's just waiting to be like oh my can god can i tell you one of the jokes tell me okay, yes and it might have it, i don't know where they got it maybe you've heard of it before but my dad does this whole spiel about that these guys were asked they were like if you want to be in the fbi we have to be able to trust you and you have to we have to know that you'll do anything to get the job done so the final step is in each room is your mother-in-law and there's a gun and we need you to shoot her oh yeah so the first guy goes in you wait a couple minutes he comes out he's like i couldn't do it i'm sorry this job isn't for me second guy goes in waits a little longer comes out i couldn't do it this job isn't for me third guy <laughs> goes in <laughs> goes in <coughs> They start hearing some like slapping and screaming <laughs> and punching and like glass breaking. He comes out and he's like, whew, sorry, someone put a blank in a gun, so I had to strangle her. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was raised on as a kid. Oh my God, talk about dark. <laughs> no, literally, I was seven years old. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> But anyway, so we love mother-in-laws here. <laughs> so, so your kids, when you said um, that, like, you don't know anything, that's what happened to me. Because I actually, I dated a comic before, so I, like, knew the scene. I knew the people. But no one told me, like, how he got to where he is. Right. So the first time I did comedy, because I was tweeting a lot, I was like, I'll do 10 minutes. Yeah. And they were like, you did, t- they're like, minutes. people take five years to get to 10 yeah, minutes. And yeah. I was like... But I, I have a story and I have a couple bits. Yeah. And then I realized like so much is people tell like like your whole life. People tell you what it should be. But then if you can get the nerve to be like, I want to do it my own way. Sometimes like magical shit happens. And we live in a different world today. Like I think there was a time when you sat and you honed every joke to perfection. Mm-hmm. Like, this word doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Let me try it on 50 open mics Mm -hmm. with this word. With this cadence. Yeah. We don't live in that world anymore. Mm -hmm. You and I could probably do like a five-minute IG live Mm -hmm. and just read out whatever's on our mind and we would know right away what's resonating, what's not resonating. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what I did during the pandemic. I used to just tweet. And if a tweet did well, I go, that's my new new Exactly. (laughs) That's the new thing. And we don't have the luxury to save anything. Yeah. Whatever is you're thinking, it's out in the moment. You know, there was a well, whole... Well, yeah, pe- people would never post. Don't burn your material. Oh, I my gosh. Like, I used to yell at people. I go, okay. So, uh, and it, it's funny because, like, we both want... Like, you have a special. I'm working on potentially have a special one day. And I'm like, I want... 
I'm not going to save it for the Netflix special that I don't have. No. Instead, I'm going to post this bit. And if a million people see it, that's a million people that didn't know me before. Or should I hide it for the Netflix special that's not there yet? No, exactly. And I think you and I kind of caught on the social media wave around the same time, it seems like. Yeah. Because it's like... People used to be like, don't burn your best jokes. I'm like, but no one's seeing it. No one's seeing it. <laughs> yes. And we're and dying. Pe- and you know what? The jokes that I love that you do, I would pay to watch you say them to me. Yeah. Because they're fucking hilarious. And, and you got to keep creating. Like, yeah. you can't. We don't have the luxury today. Oh, you have an hour. You released an hour. Now take three years to do the next hour. That's not how it's going to work. I was like, you're so right. I feel like nowadays everything is so fast. We're like, jokes that were relevant three months ago that I was saying aren't relevant anymore and like yeah you can't work on material for six years and put out that special like six years ago that shit was not funny and no one's gonna know it two years from now it's all and we love pop culture so like i want to make jokes about the submarine now and i can't be doing my special a year later yeah so it's a balancing (laughs) act i now that i have put a special out there it's a balancing act like Mm -hmm. you can put the idea the idea is i think on social media and correct me if i'm wrong Mm -hmm. It's for people to know what kind of humor you do. Yes. Because once they understand the vibe, Mm -hmm. they either want to buy into it in real life or not, Mm -hmm. or on a digital space. Mm -hmm. But in order to get that vibe out there, you do do have to put material out there. How else are they going to know? Exactly. So I'm like, I'd rather people know and possibly hear a joke, like a similar joke that I've been working on. But your videos with your kids are so good and they're first of all your kids are so cool and just like down to be in it and they're at that age where like you know they're becoming who they are so it's this beautiful like it's actually at the end of you're shitting on them you're making fun of them they're making fun of you but it's so cute that you guys have this fun relationship together you know we didn't grow up like my kids my family didn't grow up with a lot of means even though it looks like we're a very wealthy upper east side family Mm -hmm. we're like upper east side by a thread Mm -hmm. and we lived there for our kids' schooling, mostly. And so my husband could get to his job. Mm-hmm. We spent all our time together. We rarely, I think in 20 years, we've taken two vacations. Wow. Because we work. Both my husband and I are immigrants. Like mm-hmm. We don't have the money and the, to take five people out anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Yeah. So I believe in fun. Yes. I believe we can have fun right here. Like, we don't need to go anywhere. I love that. We do everything on the it's cheap. It's not where you are to you're with. It, and it's what's inside you. You can, If you just want to have fun, that fun can be had here. Like, yeah. I now, in summer, I'm working on a whole series of videos. Because, uh-huh. you know, it's such a New York thing to ask, where do you summer? I'm like, at work. <laughs> where do I summer? Like, I'm not in school. I have to work. So you love being like, what are my videos I'm going to be putting out? Yeah, I, I mean, love it. And I like to offer my life as hopefully as a therapeutic, soothing bomb. Mm-hmm. That if you're a family that cannot go to Italy and post the, you know, the, the business class photos and like all is not lost. In fact, nothing yeah. is lost. Yeah. I feel like we created a very loving unit right here. Yes. Just taking our ball to Central Park whenever well, we had time. The whole time. joke is that, yeah, you're on business class, but you're fighting with your husband who you hate. And you're miserable. And you're still scrolling Instagram. And so you're, just sit you're at still home. comparing yourself to the other person who's going to, you know, Italy. And you're going to Sweden. And you don't want, you want to go to yeah. Italy. No, you're so fucking right about that. I could totally see you 
starring a sitcom, obviously. Uh-huh. But I also could even see like a reality type family show like the Kardashians like centered around you and your sense of humor because it's so fascinating. And your kids, I mean, because the kids are grew up in America and they have all these like very Western ideals. And to hear you bring your two cents in is just like gold what they're you know my daughter's dating a white boy yes you know and, and it sorry. gets a lot of no it's okay it's a no, phase it's everybody goes through it <laughs> <laughs> and he's very sweet so it's not like he's not he's jewish uh-huh. and he's very very sweet and i like tell my daughter i'm like whatever makes you happy you know you do you because if i don't then she's gonna need more therapy and yes. now i gotta pay for the therapy i'm like no 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 and you know kids they like feeling like they're being naughty yeah yeah like I- my brother wanted a tattoo my mom was like why don't you think it over for a bit and i was like mom what the yeah. hell and she's like if i said no he'd get it yeah exactly and you i was gotta like be you like little sneaky woman super you gotta be super you know what i mean but my daughter, you know, she's doing her thing and she's dating this Jewish boy who's a very sweet boy. And I'm very supportive because I also know his mother's going to put an end to it. <laughs> <laughs> True. Why he's the, one, be the, he's the one that's going to end it. Yeah. For sure. So I'm that like, you know so what? Funny. I'm not going to be the bad guy on this one. Like, go for it. This is when the mother-in-law could be good. Yeah. That is so funny. Also, I totally forgot. <laughs> my first ever boyfriend was Bengali. Oh, yeah. No way. From Queens. He was Muslim. Okay. And how was that? So we were on the tennis team together because I, I ended up playing for the boys team at Beacon on the Upper West yes. Side. That's where I went you to went school. You went to Beacon High yes. School? My son is at lab. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and my daughter graduated Bronx Science. Warp I New was, York City Public I School. I literally kids. had no idea. I was going to ask all the high school stuff. So, yeah, I went to Beacon and they didn't have Beacon a, is amazing. It's, it's an amazing school. I couldn't get my son in, but it was amazing. It, they didn't have a um a girls tennis team oh yeah so because of title nine i was able to play on the boys team so it was like me and all the guys and this one guy was like this cute bengali guy from queens he would pretend that he couldn't speak oh yeah the language and like yeah. i'd hear him on the phone and i'm like yeah. you're speaking another language and he'd yeah, be like no yeah. I'm not. but we do that yeah no yeah, yeah and he was crazy and my mom's like does he speak another language and i was like he, he does but he does he like lies about it yeah <laughs> it was so fun. like but he was kind of so because he's muslim like dating a white girl yeah was not the vibe no and he i remember once we were like playing tennis together me him and a friend and his parents came and he like made me leave oh yeah but i was feeling kind of naughty like <laughs> i was like Ooh, <laughs> I, i'm just like I'm, how sexy am i <laughs> but and meanwhile like we weren't having sex we were like <laughs> we just like liked each other like he was really funny we would just laugh all the time he's from like a, he's an immigrant from queens he said that he would get calls from tennis coaches about colleges and his parents would be like i don't no. know who you are and hang up no never <laughs> never I, absolutely that would be me Then hang up, and, he, and he's like i'm losing scholarships because my family is like doesn't know that they who these people are but then once finally i don't know what happened he invited me to his house and his mom made me like curry yeah and one thing about me i love to eat okay and i love indian food i knew we were connected somewhere i love well because right. i'm half italian so yeah. like food is everything to me so i remember i devoured it uh-huh. and she looked at me and her she got this huge smile uh-huh. and she was like do you want some more uh-huh. and i was like uh yeah yeah she's fe- next thing you know she's making me sh- i'm eating everything she's trying she's cooking up new stuff i had a day where all i did was eat the mom's food and uh-huh. love it she, by the end we're best friends you know <laughs> Granted, she was like, don't ever marry my son. But she, we had fun. 
and then I ended up going to college. But like he was my first love was this Bengali guy from Queens. Gorgeous. Very handsome. And and decently tall, like 5'11". 5'11 is tall for yeah, us. He, <laughs> That's not decently tall. That's like one of the tallest you're going to get. <laughs> he would be, if India had an NBA, he would be on it. <laughs> he was so athletic. <laughs> it's so natural athletic. And yeah, I loved him. Um, so yeah, that was a oh, wow throwback. Same as Imran. Oh, mm-hmm. handsome. And sa- there was a Imran Khan, president of Pakistan and prime minister and captain of the Indian cricket team. And the whole of India rooted for him, even though he was a Pakistani cricket. Because <laughs> they loved him and he was so handsome. And then we all bought the soap he recommended and we bought the shampoo and we ate whatever he said. Yeah, of course. Wait, so are people in India aware of you right now? They are. I mean, and not all awareness is good. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? But like, that's a lot of people in that's India. That's a lot of people. I was in India a few months ago, and I couldn't believe how many people knew who I was. This was before my special even came out. I couldn't believe. I was like, you, what, what? I have to play one final game with you. Yes. Um, called The Seven Deadly Sins. Mm. Seven Deadly Sins. You're doing amazing. You're crushing it. Oh, God. I'm trying not to get crushed, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First question. What are you greedy about? Oh, money. Simple. (laughs) No, no, no. It's like, I'm a mom. It's... I don't even pretend. And I encourage others, uh, women especially, not to pretend. Because, you, you know, women have to, like, put on, like, oh, I'm going to save the one. I'm going to for charity. Yeah. There's all these... Go- no, I need the money. Yes. I have three kids and they're very... People ask me, how are your kids? They're but expensive. you decided the job you wanted to do was a job where most people who do comedy are broke. I know, but I saw a clear opening in the market. I was like, no one on earth is doing this. This is waiting to happen. It's like, you know... I, like in some ways, I I feel crazy saying it, but I feel like the Christopher Columbus of like Indian comedy, you know. So are there no Indian stand-up comics? There is one. There's men. There's one There's or two men. men. There's one in India. In India, and he comes here. Okay. He works the cellar. He does shows here. He's amazing. Is Russell Peters Indian, but he's Canadian. He's in Canadian Indian. Canadian Indian. So he's oh, good. I loved Russell Lo- Peters. He's the OG. Yes. He's the OG. So it's him. It's Hasan Minhaj. His Manaj. dad watching the Pride Parade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the child abuse ones about calling the, I don't know. I loved his stuff growing up. Oh, love. And I continued. I'm in awe of everything yes. he's done. Yes. But it's all guys. It's three guys and basically three, four, five no guys. Women. And no one does Indian mom humor. It's it, it's unfathomable. When yeah. I saw that no one was doing it, I was like, I'm going to go all in and go so hard that yes. no one's going to be able to catch up to me. Now that I've seen it. I literally have chills. Because I felt that a little in my space too, where I was like, with the women in comedy, it's so sparse. And I was like, there's no one kind of like my... Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like there's no one like me. Your voice pops. You know that. It pops. And because you do it the way... Like, we're manic. We're like constantly (laughs) working. Yeah. It's like at some point... People can't catch up because it's just sheer work ethic. Honestly, you're an athlete. That explains it. And I'm not an athlete. I could never be. (laughs) But I always worked hard my whole life. I mean, yeah. If you, I was telling, we were talking about in the beginning. If you have, you have to have that X factor. But if you combine an X factor with some due diligence of like every day I'm going to do something. And yes, is it coming from some mental illness? Yes. yes. Am, I, am I chasing something that I'll never probably take? Yes. But is it at least making me feel alive? Yes. 
and or make me money yes and you and it's funny because you also have i come from like i've done sales i've done marketing too so i have i love how do things go viral i love the marketing yes. aspect of it and you are so smart and like have your lawyer background uh, and degrees I and shit. To you're a problem that. solver yeah, well. you're a problem solver who are you envious of the guys in comedy I do think they have like a, a, a an inherent in inbuilt advantage mm-hmm. that I, we're, we're working as women. I feel like we're working to get there. I'm envious of guys in our business who just say it without a speed bump. Like I still have a mental like, should I say it? Mm-hmm. And then I have to hop over it and be like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But I feel like the guys just say, there's no, if you look at the biggest names in this business, yeah. they are people who just speak their mind. Yes. And I feel like but I'm I think working. You're, you, are, you have to go over that speed bump so the next woman can be like, Zarna did it so I can just say I it. I think so. Like you're actually, even though yeah, there is an opening in the market, you're putting in all the hard work and you're in those meetings with the people being like, I don't know if this is going to work. Yeah. And you're like, no, you have to take a chance on me. And it's happened. I mean, you're so early in your career too, which is fucking insane. Like, it's so exciting what you're going to be able to do. But you know what I mean, right? Yes. I think as women, we like, we do, even the most bold of us is like, should I really? Like, it's that, uh, Yes, you know. I mean, I feel like I inherently have an, I also was raised with like, no religion like no and my my dad was like my dad was kind of a feminist king <laughs> where he was just he treated i like, love your he's dad like, your dad you. needs to be a guest on the show he's he's amazing and he's like you're you like, he just i mean he had so much belief in me that like i didn't even understand yeah. and sometimes there's a lot of pressure because i wanted my dad to make me cr- proud and that's why i have daddy issues now but it was like he believed in me always and he he fought any dude he loved to see me beat them <laughs> like, he loved it so i kind of get off on being like oh they i'm gonna say this and they're gonna feel weird but i'm not yeah i'm not and that comes from like my privilege of being in a place with like a dad that was like you are better than the boys <laughs> like literally that's what he put inside me but but also <laughs> i do feel like with comedy too you ever feel like I'll be doing really well on stage and like the girls are laughing, the guys are laughing, but sometimes it's like, oh, well, that's female humor. Yeah. And then I'll get off stage and some guy will go on and all the comics are watching him like it's yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. some unique art. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like it's, no one watches my set. No, it's <laughs> it's it's de rigueur. They just dis, they dismiss you because you're a woman. Or Even, like our our crowd is somehow different than them. And it's like, no, like our crowd wants funny. Uh, exactly. But you know what? Part of it now I've realized is that we as women also seem to seek their attention and approval. Mm -hmm. And I'm so over it. I'm so about bonding with other women who are doing cool stuff. Yeah. I'm like, you please go in your own lane. We're the yes. ones with the buying power. Like, yes. I've had enough. We're the consumers. We're the, we're, we're buying the, the tickets. Gr- the girlies are, who's sharing the videos? Exactly. Who's so, sharing it to the group chats? You know, <laughs> I'm so over it. In real life, they all act like they know what they're doing. Like, you please, you know, step oh, aside. Oh, the amount of times I've been taken to a corner, been like, hey, I have some advice on this oh, bit yeah. or this whatever. And it's fine. Like, I some, some men have really elevated me to where i am for sure or out of spite they've helped me because i'm like i have to to show you but i do think that also the internet has enabled us to not have to suck their dicks because before how do you get on a show no of course a guy or sometimes a female booker but like another person has to believe in a female comic and if they believe in you there's not room for more female comics on that lineup only one woman a lineup yep sometimes they'll put them back to back because they'll merge into one yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so like 
I'm like, I see this. Yeah. And I go, but you know what? I could also go my way. Yeah. And I think the dudes respect it at the end of the day because they're like, like I respect them. They respect me. But I don't need to wait around for you to pick me. Exactly. And I think we're all, we're there now. We're like, you know what? Respect me or not. I don't even care. I honestly am so so over it. I'm like, I have my relationship with my audience and that is what I care about. Yes. That is number one, two and three and everything else is irrelevant. A thousand percent. When is the last time a guy was like, you know what? I have a sold out show. You want to come on my show? Yeah. Most times I get invited because they know I'm going to sell tickets for them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, you know, Hannah is being generous and saying, come perform for my crowd. Yes. Because, you know, as you know, the number one challenge in this or any business is actually getting the audience. Yeah. Getting. And what's crazy is people do have followings, but you've gotten these people to buy tickets to and convert put seats. It. Absolutely. And that's the game change. That's why, like, you see someone with a lot of followers, it doesn't always equate to s- ticket sales. No. And we work. We do live. I know you had a show last night. Mm-hmm. I have eight shows over 4th of July weekend. They're all sold out. It's amazing. Uh, so if Zarna is saying, come perform, and if you're going to whine about my audience, please don't come. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, literally. And also, like, I I like to perform in front of other audiences because then you know what material really works. Works. Because they're not going to give you the, like, mercy laugh yeah, yeah, of yeah. any kind. What do you, um, what's the last time you experienced extreme wrath or anger? Oh, on the daily. I live in New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? My daughter, I mean, I can't even. She's going to college and she always has these ideas about like wanting to become an artist. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, you know, I can't. <clears throat> and you're an artist. I, no. Okay. We are not going to. No, we're not going to talk about me because I've told my kids, you cannot do what mom is doing. <laughs> you just cannot. Okay. You're not smart enough. <laughs> So every day she'll call me, she's like, uh, you know, my Latin teacher is so nice and my computer teacher is so mean. I'm like, <laughs> You're going to learn the computer. I'm not code. paying $85,000. So you are like going to learn Latin in college. And you're like, but she's so nice. I, mean, I know she's nice because there's three people in her class and there's 700 in this class. You know why? Because they need jobs. <laughs> Like, you know, the WGA strike that's happening yeah. right now. I send it to my kids every day. I'm like, look at these poor people. They're like fighting for a 2% raise. Ain't no Google engineers fighting for a 2% raise. Do you see any like Boeing aircraft people, like people who design rocket ships, like trying, please give me a raise. No, because they're designing shit that the world needs. That's so funny because my brother is in finance. My brother and I are very opposite. And he just had a baby. Her name's Lois. She's adorable. And he is like, I'm not going to do what my dad did. I mean, I'm going to let her play sports. But he goes, this girl is going to become a computer engineer. Yes. She's going to be a coder. He's sitting there. He has Legos in front of her. (laughs) That's the new. Brother needs to meet me. We need to like play sports for fun. (laughs) I I believe in sports. It's like be Richard Williams for coding. Okay. (laughs) And also because. Women now, it's like, let's be honest, women are, more women are in college. Women now are like, okay, we'll admit we're smart. We could, Yeah, we're <laughs> we not going to hide it anymore. You know what I mean? There was a time when you like suppressed. Yeah, I mean, Ali Wong jokes about like, yeah. maybe it was smart. These girls were pretending they were dumb so they could just do Pilates all day <laughs> and get their nails done. And it's like, stop telling people we could do shit. But at the end of the day, it's like, we could actually make serious money. Yeah. And not have to like. Depend on these guys at all. Exactly. And and also, isn't that true love to be with someone that you don't need, you just want? 
Yeah, I don't know about that because <laughs> I have made, I have messed up. I've fucked up there. My sister got arranged, and yeah. she like has a fifteen thousand square foot house. Yes. A private plane. Yes. And a dead mother-in-law. Yeah. Oh. She got it all. Wow. Meanwhile, I am going fall in love, <laughs> and I'm like hoping for a metro card on on Valentine's Day. You know what I mean? So I have mixed feelings about the But whole thing. They say like love is a lot about the love story in your head, and if you truly believe in arranged marriage, I feel like that is love. Uh, well, she's in love. They've they've been yeah. married like thirty something years, and yeah. the, all their kids are doctors. Meanwhile, my kid <laughs> wants to be a writer. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like there is. I have mixed feelings <laughs> about the whole love thing. I mean, it's fascinating, especially because like love evolves and becomes like best friend, comfort. You have like attraction is definitely nice, but like it's not the dopamine it was in the first six months. So uh, oh, six days, you know, depending <laughs> six hours. Oh, was it even there? <laughs> <laughs> you never met. Your husband. <laughs> When was the last time you were a sloth? So c- can you ever just like sleep oh, in and be oh, lazy? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Is your son still home? He's yeah, he's in. He just finished uh, junior year. Oh nice. So my kids. So what we love to do, my kids and I, on our my off days, because they're off for the summer, and is watch crazy shitty TV. Yes. Till two three in the morning and then sleep in. That is our biggest luxury. You guys are wild. We're wild. It's and I like I, I'm keeping them up. I'm like one more episode one more because i have so few days that i can do it yeah. that the day that i can yeah i'm like one more episode or whatever how do you manage your schedule as a mom and also just someone who like has a husband like you have a real life With the husband i don't really pay attention yeah. to that's he's fine he's he doing does great. his own thing he's an adult. He, like he he goes to sleep at eight which he should because he has a job yes and you know he should focus on that yes <laughs> somebody needs yes. to make money Uh, and I have now because I'm on the road so much. But the days that I'm off, we really try to seize those. Like yes, we, I'm the know. same. Like I like to just numb my brain because yeah. we always have to be on. I'm like I want to be completely off as many stupid shows as I could watch. Right? What's your What's your biggest guilty pleasure show? I'm I'm into just like I'll watch every documentary. Oh really? I like to watch the like I love murder documentaries and cult documentaries. Any like disturbing documentary, or I love the like. The like corny music docs of like how a star became a star, oh, yeah. and Des is like this fluff piece. It's the same thing every time. You know they're in the Uber and they're like, "I wanted this life." Like I love watching <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> and you know it's like this is my town, and someone tries to like touch their their hand, and they're like, "Ew, please stop." <laughs> and yeah, I love to see people like live their dream. I think it's also a manifestation. Like when I watch it a lot, yeah, I'm like, "This is what life should be." And I love seeing people do it too. And I love telling my friends, "Like, what the fuck are you doing?" And I like to be the hype person. I don't know. I'm a Leo. <laughs> um, when was the last time you lusted over someone? So besides your husband, who oh, we love, do you no, have a celebrity no, the husband, crush? Twenty five years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a thing for power. Oh. Yeah, like I think like pe- you know political people, people in power, people who I like Justin. Um, yeah. Thoreau. Justin Thoreau was. I actually got to meet him a few years ago. Wait, and is he the Canadian prime Just, minister? Or no, Justin, that's Trudeau. Oh, I like Justin Trudeau. Oh, I thought you were I talking like them about both. Justin Thoreau is Jennifer <laughs> Aniston's ex, ex, but he also wrote Iron Man. Did Insane. you know that? Actually, I heard of that, but I thought it was made up. When I met him, I was like, "You wrote Iron Man? I love Iron Man." So he mm. and I was like, "And we know you because of her." What? 
so i yes he's cool justin trudeau very cute very cute and people the canadians so seem to be mixed on him i was just yeah. in canada for a while yeah but but i get it like he's yeah you know, i said it was hot in toronto and people were like in between i was yeah. like you're too close to him see, yeah, I yeah. Look from afar yeah and I also the jawline. you're you're like what what are your options here <laughs> no literally <You> know? <laughs> my <laughs> the bar is so low in america <laughs> yeah, girl i relate <laughs> You're like elbow. He only touched one girl inappropriately. Yeah. He's like he's an angel. Okay. Yes. Final question. You're yeah. doing amazing. What advice do you give to the listeners on how to cope with your hell when you're going through it? When you're in a dark place? When you feel helpless? How do you survive? You should know that a somebody else has it worse. I'm very motivated by knowing that I'm not the worst, worst at anything. I, that's why I read. I also read a lot of uh, the murder mysteries. Yes. Oh, exactly. So I didn't get murdered and raped. Life you know, is about perspective. It's perspective. And you have and, to shake and yourself. And I'm not making fun of the people to whom bad things happen. No, you have just, to realize. You learn. Like, I actually spent a lot of time at the Museum of Jewish Heritage, like, learning about the Holocaust during mm -hmm. my very dark days. Mm -hmm. And it gave me a lot of hope. The people came out of that. Yes. And built lives. Well, yeah, you realize your mind could play tricks on you. And mm. I would, I was guilty of, like, something bad would happen. And I really would believe I'm, like no one has it worse than me like right. i'd be like i'm i'm in such a fucked up situation like uh. as, and that's how like people get into their horrible spaces because you literally believe that there's nothing worse than what's happening to you, you i know but it's a spiral you, you go have to that get spiral. out of that spiral but the best way to get out of that spiral is to know that you have to live another day so you can torture your kids and their <laughs> their spouses just the way your mother-in-law tortured you you owe that to yourself so you cannot allow yourself to fall into that abyss then the day just exists even just to piss off one man yes and you've oh. done your job and you've done a job for all of us yes yeah. a feminist icon zarna where can people watch your special follow you on social media give me all the tea one in a billion on amazon prime it's yes. an amazon original it's streaming all over the world so and if good. you have prime you know if you don't have prime get the prime to watch this and you get free shipping yeah on stuff. how do you like, not have prime yeah, exactly or steal I'm, your someone else's prime oh for sure like yeah. there's our morality is right here Go, do whatever <laughs> you need to do to get to it your mother-in-law's prime pass <laughs> Password, get it <laughs> gift it to your mother no. <laughs> and i'm at zarna garg on all major platforms yeah your tiktok's amazing your instagram's amazing thank you and you're on the road so i'm on, on the, the road. road i'm performing like every weekend because you know yeah build make that money <laughs> yeah zara um, thank you for coming to hell you're amazing i'm so happy we did this and we're gonna be friends for life yes i feel it <laughs> i feel it thank you for having me thank you <laughs> Ha 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 ha!